You've probably been told that the best way to earn an income and to provide financially for yourself and your family or whatever is to get a job. And in this video, I'm going to be a bit controversial. I'm actually going to suggest that that is probably the worst way to be to have a, a reliable financial background and to provide for yourself. Now you're probably thinking, why? How is it possibly the worst way? Right? Come on. But if you just stick with me, I, I guarantee I'm going to hopefully change your mind because, in my opinion, getting a job is probably one of the worst ways. But we've all we've all we all start there. We all hear that we have to get a job. We take on this idea. Uh, you know, from people in our school, from our parents, from people around us, we sort of like inherit this idea that getting a job is the only way to make money. So, but before we just, before we get into the reasons why you should never get a job, okay, I'm going to first talk about basically how the system was created. It won't take long, I promise. It will just take a, about a minute or two. Here, here's what I, the idea I want to introduce to you firstly, okay. Why do you think so if we look at the world, right, most people work nine to five. They work nine to five every day, Monday to Friday, and then they go home for the weekend and they also get their evenings as well as a bonus. They, yeah, you can enjoy your evenings. In exchange for 80% of your time, you can enjoy your evenings, you can go out on the weekend, and in return, we'll give you some money. We'll give you the same amount of money every month in the form of what we know as a paycheck. So how is it then that most jobs in the world if you get an office job, you, you're all given the same hours, you're all given nine to five. How, how can it possibly take everybody the same amount of time to do different jobs? It makes no sense. Don't you think it's completely likely that one job might only take an hour a week and then another job might take 50 hours a week? Uh, it really depends on what kind of work you're doing. And I'm sure that if you've worked in an office for any length of time, you've realised that in many cases, you can actually get your work done in maybe one or two days. And then the rest of the time, it, just spread out over the next five days, the rest of the time is like conversations with co-workers, meetings that don't really go anywhere, eating lunch, okay, commuting to and from work, getting your office set up, going to the toilet, like all of those things that take up time, which you're being paid to be there, but they don't actually, you don't actually need to be there for those things. In many cases, you can, if you really had to, if gun to your head you had to, you could do your, your week's work in one day. In many cases. Not all cases, but in a lot of cases. In that way, the, the system that we live in is kind of broken. Most people do not need uh, to work nine to five, Monday to Friday, because your skills, in terms of what you actually can do, can be much better applied in different ways. If you, let's say if you work in an agency, you do uh, Google AdWords, you do marketing campaigns for companies, right? Um, you, why are you being paid per hour? You, there's no need for you to be paid per hour by your agency. You could literally take those skills that you have, let's say if you know how to set up an AdWords campaign, take that skill, go right now to upwork.com, find a client, okay, who is willing to pay you, let's say a grand, a thousand dollars for an AdWords campaign setup, get that job, you know, bid on that contract, and you could do that work in an hour. You could do that work in three hours, let's say. And then you've just made a grand in, in three hours. And, but most people, what they're doing is they're saying, okay, I have this skill, let's say AdWords campaign, whatever your skill is, I have this skill, and I'm gonna use, I'm gonna give my time to a company, your job, and give you all of my time, my whole week's worth of hours, I'm gonna give that to the company in exchange for two grand a month. Right, two grand a month in exchange for all of your time. If you worked for yourself, 
<laughs> this is what people don't realize. If you actually took that skill and got your own clients, okay, in this case, AdWords campaigns, if you got your own AdWords clients, you would make two grand a week, okay? And you might not even need to work five days. You might do that in three days. Uh, the faster you work, the more, you know, the faster you earn the money. However, what people do when they go to a, a job in a company, because you're giving your, because you've basically surrendered your time to that company in exchange for a paycheck, you don't care how fast you work. There's no motivation for you to be productive. There's no motivation for you to get things done, find easier ways of doing things, get better at what you're doing, you know, actually improve your skill. There's no motivation to do any of that because you've just surrendered your time in exchange for a paycheck. It doesn't matter if it takes you, a three, you know, three days to do a one hour job because you're getting paid for your time. So the longer you take, the better it works out for you. But what people don't realize is if you actually work for yourself, yeah, you would have to work harder because why wouldn't you? You don't get paid until you get until you actually deliver the results, which is how it should be. Uh, you know, you don't get paid until you've actually done that AdWords campaign. But the but the benefit of that is, if you take one hour to do that job, you've just made one thousand dollars in an hour, and then you can take the rest of the week off if you want to. You can you know you can do what you want. So my point is, you should never sell your time for your for money. It's the worst deal ever because you can never buy time back. You should only sell, you should only sell the results you can get people. Uh, so in, in the case of an AdWords campaign, you sell the final product, which is the finished campaign. If you're a graphic designer, you sell the final art piece that you give to them, the logo, whatever it is. Um, you should only sell results to, to the person, to the company, never time. If you sell your time, you're always gonna be limited by how many hours you can work and how much you charge per hour. So you're always holding yourself back from earning more money. So now let's get in, after that very long introduction, let's get into reasons you should never get a job. So number one, you limit yourself based on how many hours you can work and, and how much you charge per hour, okay? You're always gonna be limited by that. There's nothing you can do that will give you more hours in the week. Most people, they burn out if they start working more than 70 hours in a week, okay? Unless you're like Elon Musk or something and you really are obsessed with work, 70 hours or more per week, that's about the limit, right? Uh, so you're always gonna be limited to that 70 hours. You can't work more than that. And if you work per hour, by the way, if you get paid hourly, uh, like for example, hospitality workers, you're, you have the worst deal of all because the faster you work, the less money you make. <laughs> and I remember this vividly when I used to work in a restaurant. I remember that uh, when I was, you know, like cleaning down the restaurant after the service, I knew that if I busted my ass and worked really hard, I would actually earn less money because I was being paid per hour. So there was no motivation to do a good job. There was no motivation to do a quick job. It was, you know, how can we waste the most time? How can we make this, this process of cleaning cutlery or whatever take the longest amount of time possible and uh, expend the least amount of energy? So we ended up chatting, we would mess around, we would, you know, because there was no motivation to do anything else because why would you want to work harder in order to get paid less? Nobody would want that. <clears throat> Number two, think about this. If you are if you're working for a company, no company would want to make a loss, right? So you're always gonna be making your company more money than you're making yourself. It's just a fact, it's just a mathematical fact. So if, you, if you're making, let's say, 30 grand a year, or 40 grand a year, you can, be a, you can be very certain that you are making your company more like 100 or 200 grand a year or more. And this varies massively depending on what industry you're in, but 
uh, in many cases, in a lot of cases, over half I would say, whatever job you're currently doing, you can do for yourself. There's no need for you to work for a company. Unless you're doing something which requires a lot of overheads, you know, uh, I can't think of any examples off the top of my head, but there are some cases where the industry has a high barrier to entry. It would cost you a lot of money and a lot of regulation and a lot of co you know time and cost and, and everything to actually set up a company in that industry. So in those cases, yeah, it might be more beneficial to work for a company that's already there. A lot of cases, probably more than half, it's much better to do it for yourself. And then that way you keep all of the money instead of making your boss you know, really rich and then you're just scraping by on a basic salary. Number three, you're actually taxed the most as an employee. Okay, you've all heard these stories about how the ultra rich avoid paying tax and how people like Starbucks and Amazon and Apple, uh, you know, their CEOs end up sometimes paying less tax in a year as a percentage than their employees. Now, how is this possible? Well, it's because when you're an employee, you are heavily taxed on everything you earn. You have no uh, benefits, you have no tax write-offs. All you have is income and your tax, okay? If you are a business owner, uh, suddenly everything that you spend related to that business, you can remove that from your tax bill. Let's say if I, you know, if I go uh, on a trip, or if, let's say if I buy a new laptop, okay, that laptop, even though it's gonna be used for business and pleasure, that laptop cost can be written off as a tax expense. And you can do this with anything relating to your business as long as you can prove reasonably that it is a business expense. You can't do that as an employee. As an employee, if you, want to buy, if you want to buy a new laptop, you have to spend your money that's already been taxed on that laptop. There is no benefit whatsoever. And without getting into tax law and you know, accountancy and everything like that, there are multiple benefits to being a business owner that as an employee, you didn't even know they existed, right? You don't even know that that's an option for you. Uh, so yeah, it literally is the worst, most inefficient tax setup in the world is to be an employee. You have the worst benefits, you get treated the worst, you get taxed the highest. Uh, and this is, by the way, how the ultra-rich stay rich or you know, become rich in the first place because they understand that in terms of the wealth equation and where you could be along in the company, an employee being, being given a salary is the worst in terms of tax. You ideally want to be like an investor or an owner or a franchise owner or something like that. That's where you get the best tax breaks. Uh, number four and this is a big one for me, if you have a job, you usually are tied down to that job for those hours every week. You're given a set amount of time that you can take off per year and that is it. You know, you're given like a holiday allowance. Um, I remember the days when I would have to fill out a form and ask for, and basically ask for permission if I wanted to go on a trip, if I wanted to take a holiday, if I wanted to, just some time off, if I just wanted a break because I was burnt out. I had to ask for permission and in many cases it would be denied you know or there'd be a limit there'd be like a, a month or you know 30 days per year limit on how long you can take off how many trips you can go on now i don't know about you but i can't live like that i can't live in a way that i have to ask for permission as an adult as a fully grown free you know adult um citizen of the world i have to ask for permission to go on a trip or to take time off or to have a break I can't live like that. I need my freedom. So, but people, you know, don't realize that this is actually what they're giving up. They're giving up their freedom. They're giving up all of their time. Now, I'm not saying that you should just take, quit your job and do nothing all day. Because what ends up happening is when you start a business, you often end up working more than you would have done in a company. 
you end up working more, so you actually have less time. At the, at the beginning at least, but then what happens is once you've established your business, once you have an income or even several income streams, uh, you can decide how often you work. You can decide how much you work. If you want to take a month off, you can. If you want to take six months off, you can. Um, you can decide when and how often you work. Number five, uh, in terms of reasons to never get a job, uh, you're told what to do. And for some people this is okay. For some people, you don't, you won't mind this, you know, especially if you've not practiced your uh, ability to say no to things throughout your life. But for me, I do not like being told what to do. So for somebody in a job to say, you need to do it this way, this is the best way of doing it. And to give me no freedom to say, I actually have a better way of doing that. I have a suggestion. It's really, it's really hard to live like that. It's really hard to, to turn up to a place where you are not in control. You have to do exactly what you're told by your boss, even if your boss you know, doesn't seem to see the problem the way you do. Let's say if you have an idea that you think would solve a problem or do something better, firstly, you're not usually gonna get paid for your idea. Even if you save the company or make the company loads of money, in most cases, the boss will just say thank you very much and they'll implement the idea you won't get any credit, you won't get any benefit, uh, you've just basically made your boss richer. But also, if you have a, a solution to a problem, in many cases, you won't be listened to, you won't be heard, because many people are scared of approaching their boss with an idea uh, for fear of the fact that the boss will say, no, that's a silly idea, uh, go back to work, stop, you know, talking. There are varying degrees of strictness in terms of the workplace, but the, the way I see it is, if you are providing results to a company, you should be able to decide, right, I'm, now, I'm, I'm feeling like overwhelmed right now, I'm gonna step outside for half an hour and take a break. I do this every day, you know, if I decide that I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'll stop what I'm doing and I'll go for a walk, I'll go to the gym, I'll go, whatever, whatever the case may be. I'll do some press ups, whatever. But in a job, you can't do that. If you're feeling overwhelmed, you can't take a break like that. You have to wait till your lunch hour you know, where you're given the privilege of being allowed to eat at a certain time. Uh, or, you know, you wait till home time, like a school kid. Um, and I can't live like that. I, I don't like being told what to do. Number six, what happens is it becomes very hard to change your career if you become too specialized. Now, as an entrepreneur, I see, I see huge value in being a good, a jack of all trades. Something, being someone that's good at everything. A little bit good at lots of different things, I think is a hugely valuable skill. And as an entrepreneur, you need to do that. At the beginning especially, you know, before you can afford to outsource things, you need to learn how to do everything yourself. But what happens is, is you become, when people become like a really specialized employee for a really specific industry, what happens when they lose their job? Well, they're, they're screwed because they've specialized so much that they can't get another job. Maybe there aren't jobs available. Maybe that industry has declined and suddenly you'll find yourself at 40 years old You've only done one, in, one career for your whole life and then suddenly you're out of a job and, there aren't any, and there's nobody hiring. You have no skills other than those really highly refined skills that only apply to that industry. But you, you're basically like, you're using your industry as a crutch because you don't know how to make money on your own. You don't know how to become successful on your own. You have to rely on that specific training, that particular industry, and if that industry goes away, and this has happened before, by the way, this has happened many times. If that industry gets replaced by AI, you're screwed again because there's, no, there's nothing to protect you from that. 
as an entrepreneur, if I lose everything tomorrow, I still know how to make money. I still know how to build a business. I can still pick up the phone because I know sales as well. Uh, and I can go and sell somebody something tomorrow on the phone. But those skills are lost in the modern world. Most people don't know how to do that. And so if something really bad happens, if you know there's an economic down, downturn or a recession or something, or even if they just lose their job, uh, they are screwed. Number seven, you have to beg for what you want in a job. If you want a promotion, you have to really, really prove your worth. You have to work hard. There's no guarantee you'll get the promotion. And when you do get the promotion, it's gonna be something crappy like 5% or 20% increase of your salary. Um, and in return for that, you might have to work more hours, you might have more responsibility, whatever. If I want a promotion, now, if I wanna earn more money, I can pick up the phone, make more sales, or I can just, you know, outsource some more articles to be written, and then in a couple of months, I will start making more money. Um, and, you know, I, I might be able to increase my income by 50% or more in a year a 50% pay rise instead of a 5% pay rise. And I don't have to beg anyone for that either. So when you own the business, when you actually work for yourself, you can decide how much you earn. If you want a pay rise, you can give yourself a pay rise. If you think you're gonna be more productive working, you know, hanging from a hammock in your house with a triple coffee on the side and whale noises in the background, you can do that because you can decide what to have, how to have the work environment. You can decide how to work and you can basically create your be the best way of working based on how you feel. In an office, you can't do that. You, you can't play whale noises if you want to and nobody else wants to hear them. Number nine, if you stop working, you stop getting paid. This is a very big problem. If you like traveling, if you like doing things, you know, like experiencing things around the world, um, that's a big problem because if you stop working, you know, per hour, or if you stop, you know, going to your office, if you stop turning up online, uh, you will stop getting paid. But if you own the business, you do not stop getting paid. The money still keeps coming in. It's known as passive income. I actually teach this in my Nomad Bootcamp course, which you can find a link in the description. Uh, but it's pretty important. There's a number of different other reasons why you should never get a job. I actually did write a really long blog post about this. So if you want to check that out, the link is in the description. But I hope you enjoyed this and I'd love to hear what you think, by the way. And so yeah, subscribe to the channel if you're new because I post weekly, often daily actually, videos about motivation, personal development, growth and that sort of thing. Uh, and yeah, I'd love to hear what you think. So leave a comment and I'll see you next time.